I'm Cam Edwards in for the traveling Larry O'Connor today alongside Julie Gunlock. Julie, good Monday morning to you. Good morning. And I got to tell you what, if your blood pressure isn't already going, well, we're going to raise it for you in this next segment because this is unreal. Uh, on Friday, a federal judge uh, held a motion to quash a subpoena uh, issued by the Justice Department against this group, Eagle Forum. They are asking for, the DOJ is asking for five full years of paper and electronic records about every discussion that Eagle Forum had uh, around a, a new law in Alabama restricting the gender transition procedures on minors. Mm. Now, as Quinn Hillier wrote in the Washington Examiner, one bizarre aspect of the subpoena is that Eagle Forum is not even a party to the underlying case in which the Dep are challenging the constitutionality of Alabama's new law. Apparently, you're just not allowed to talk about wow. these sorts of things. Well, here to discuss the undiscussable, Chris Ullman, president of Eagle Forum. Chris, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me on to discuss this very important issue. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, listen, as Quinn Hillier pointed out, it's Eagle Forum today, uh, but it could be any nonprofit group tomorrow on the left and the right, by the way. You know, no matter where you stand in your political spectrum, we have our First Amendment rights. Uh, so the question is, why is the DOJ targeting the First Amendment rights of Eagle Forum members? Well, I think, Cam, the easy answer is they don't want citizens to speak out on the issue of how do we treat kids with gender dysphoria. Eagle Forum of Alabama is very clear that they did lobby their legislature to pass a law protecting children. Um, and we've never tried to hide that. It's an issue that we think children need to be protected. They lobbied the legislature for this law. The law took three years to be debated and discussed and passed, signed by the governor, um, and when some outside parties sued the law, um, Eagle Forum was not a member of that lawsuit and was not involved in the lawsuit in any way. But DOJ intervened and then subpoenaed us for five years of records regarding any involvement we had on the issue of gender dysphoria. This is just shocking, but I do wonder, Chris, if, um, you know, sort of a two birds with one stone, Does do you think they're also punishing you because Eagle Forum is a pro-life organization, and we know that the Department of Justice is going after pro-lifers? Well, we are pro-life and pro-family, yep. um, but, you know, the, the Biden administration is very clear that there's only one way to think about gender dysphoria, and yep. that is push puberty, puberty blockers, push cross-sex hormones, push surgery. And um, Eagle Forum says, no, that hurts kids. And so they subpoenaed us. Um, we filed a motion to quash. We had the hearing on Friday. And interestingly, the judge has not filed his written order, but in court, he did say that the subpoena was vastly overbroad and unduly burdensome. And that is a direct quote. Mm. So he was shocked that the DOJ would go after this nonprofit group. And remember, the First Amendment covers our right to speak, our right to petition our government for redress of grievances. And that is exactly what we did. We said, there's a real problem here, legislature. Can you address it? And they did. And for that, we are being harassed. Um, I've had other chapters of Beagle Forum, other members say, hey, what do I have to do to avoid a subpoena? And my response as the president of the organization is, there's really nothing you can do because this subpoena was wrong. It was unprecedented. Imagine 
if under the Trump administration, right. the Trump DOJ had subpoenaed immigration groups because they pushed for the repeal of the Remain in Mexico policy. Do we know that didn't happen? No, but I can guarantee you if it had happened, it would be front page on the New York Times. So I believe it didn't happen and it has never happened before. And we are fighting back. Well, I'm glad you're fighting back. But isn't this also an intimidation uh, uh, sort of strategy? Um, You're a small organization. Isn't this um, a way to kind of convey for the Justice Department? They may know they're going to lose, but this might be, you know, a way to convey, hey, look, you're going to. You know, we're going to intimidate you. Some organizations don't have the money to take them to court or a national organization to support these chapters. What do you say about that? My response is that is really the only legitimate way you can think about it, Julie. You're absolutely right. Um, We are a relatively small organization. For over two months, we've been fighting the subpoena. Luckily, we have 53 other conservative groups and individuals who signed an amicus brief asking for the judge to quash the subpoena. We are very grateful. Unfortunately, no liberal groups came out to support us. But this is just, I believe, a way of DOJ to scare any conservative group from speaking out. If they can come after us, they can come after anybody. And the message is, if you dare to cross us on this policy, we will try to bury you in paperwork, in legal fees, Uh, in months of trying to uh, fight this subpoena. And it is absolutely a chilling measure meant to harass us. And that is why we are fighting back on behalf of all the conservative groups and liberal groups as well, who shouldn't have their right to petition and speak um, harassed in this way. Uh, and, and again, thank you for engaging in this fight, Chris. I know that you, you mentioned uh, Judge Burke's comments where he called this original subpoena, quote, vastly overbroad and unduly burdensome uh, a- after the uh, DOJ prosecutors said, well, we could we can narrow the, the scope of the subpoena. Uh, it's your position, though, that there, there's no narrowing that's necessary, that, that it's not just that the subpoena was overbroad and unduly burdensome, that there was no no reasonable explanation or rationale for the subpoena to begin with. Uh, and, and that's what you're hoping for, right? That the judge simply comes back and says, this subpoena is null and void, not, well, you can ask about A, B, and C, but not uh, H through Z, right? Right. The original subpoena was 11 different areas. They limited it to five, and then they came back and said, well, maybe only medical studies and literature. The bottom line is this was a product of the legislature, not of yeah. legal forums. Yeah. The legislature is actually a party to the lawsuit. They can get this information from them. They don't need it from an outside group. Um, and we actually don't have the medical studies that the legislature used to write the findings because we didn't write the findings. We have no idea. So we're hoping that the judge just quashes the subpoena and says, you know what? This is not relevant to the case. The underlying case is about the constitutionality of the law. What Eagle Forum said about it um, is not relevant at all. And we hope the judge comes out and says, this is just harassment. Go find the information you need from the parties to the lawsuit and leave a nonprofit group out of this, a nonprofit lobbying group that was created to lobby the legislature. 
Absolutely. I think that's the uh, th- that's the only outcome, Chris, frankly, that uh, that would respect the First Amendment as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we will be closely following uh, uh, this case as uh, Judge Lyles Burks uh, makes his decision. And I appreciate you joining us here on O'Connor and Company this morning.